I'm excited to get to work to build this new Oakland, and I hope you're excited with me. So now, let's roll up our sleeves, Oakland, and let's get to work. <laughs> I'm Cecilia Lay, and this is Fifth Emission. After nearly two nail-biting weeks of ballot counting, Oakland's mayor-elect addressed the city last week. Sheng Tao's win is historic. She's the first Hmong American to lead a major U.S. city, the first renter to hold the position of Oakland mayor, and at the age of 37, she's the youngest mayor elected in the city in 75 years. On the campaign trail, Tao talked about her life experiences with poverty and homelessness and as a daughter of refugees. She said that made her uniquely positioned to lead Oakland. Just 15 years ago, I was living in my car with my baby, my infant son. We escaped domestic violence. Uh, We had nowhere to live. I couldn't pay for first month, last month in deposit. However, We've been through a lot to get to this moment right here in this beautiful city. Many Oakland voters decided they wanted someone to lead the city in a new way. Tao's victory over Mayor Libby Schaaf's endorsed candidate, Lauren Taylor, has signaled that the city is taking a progressive turn. But what will that look like as Tao prepares to take office in early January? Chronicle reporter Sarah Ravani chatted with the mayor-elect earlier this week, and she'll discuss what Tao shared with her. What will the first six months of Tao's leadership look like? How does she plan to tackle Oakland's most difficult issues like homelessness and public safety? You'll hear some of Tao's conversation with Sarah Ravani. And a heads up, the interview was recorded as Sarah was taking notes. You'll hear her typing hard at work as Tao responds to her questions. Here's my conversation with Chronicle reporter Sarah Ravani about Oakland's next mayor, Sheng Tao. So Sarah, before we get into how the new Oakland mayor plans to lead, Sheng Tao won by such a small margin. Was this a big upset? Well, this was very much a nail-biting race. We were expecting to not know the winner for a few days, but it took almost two weeks before we knew who the next mayor was. There was a poll done by the Oakland Chamber of Commerce that came out before the election that showed Lauren Taylor and Sheng Tao neck and neck in the race. And in the end, Tao won by 682 votes. One of the political consultants I spoke to said that this was the closest mayor's race in recent history. When Lauren Taylor conceded the race to Tao, he suggested the ranked choice voting was flawed. How much did this system of voting work in Tao's favor? Yeah, Taylor did criticize ranked choice voting and said that exhausted votes, which basically means somebody voted for one candidate only and didn't rank anyone. So if their candidate didn't make it, their vote gets exhausted. He called that a form of voter suppression. But people generally support ranked choice voting, including current Mayor Libby Schaff. And in this election, you know, Taylor tried several ranked choice strategies that ultimately failed. He partnered with Trevor Reed, a council member from East Oakland who was running for mayor. And while he did get a portion of her votes, she didn't get enough votes to put him over. He also had this event with Ignacio de la Fuente. There was some implication that they could be an alliance, but thousands of de la Fuente's votes were exhausted. Taylor did not secure enough second place votes from him. And one of the political consultants I spoke to said that De La Fuente cost Taylor the election. 
Mm. For Tao, she didn't announce any alliances with any of the other candidates. But some residents were advocating for kind of a people's progressive slate, which included Tao, Greg Hodge, and Elisa Victory, who performed really well in the race. She came in fourth place despite not raising a lot of money at all. And a majority of her votes went to Tao because many people placed Tao as their second choice. And that pushed Tao over the edge. A fascinating race. And I'd love to get into the priorities of the new Oakland mayor, Sheng Tao. Now, you spoke to her this week. What did she say some of the things she wants to accomplish right out of the gates in her first six months as the mayor of Oakland? Yeah, so she said she wants to hit the ground running. She's planning to meet with different department heads, labor leaders. She said she had a meeting with the current city administrator on Monday. She said she wants to come up with the specifics for all the plans she promised voters during her campaign. You know, that includes coming up with a plan for a hiring blitz for the city. Oakland has about a 16% overall vacancy rate in the city government. But in certain key departments, like the planning and building department, the vacancy rate is as high as nearly 26%. You know, she also wants to staff up the police department, which is behind. And then she said she wants to hold town halls in every district with the city council members. She wants to work with labor to reopen City Hall, which is currently closed to the public. So she has a lot that she said she wants to get done in her first six months. Now, one of the top issues that Oakland residents are really concerned about is homelessness and how we manage large encampments in the city. When she was campaigning, Tao emphasized that she empathizes with the homeless population because she used to be unhoused herself. What does she share with you is her strategy in addressing this problem? In our interview, she said she wants to take the three biggest encampments and find a place for the residents of those encampments that are not in cities, parks, or public spaces. In regards to our unhoused community, um, I do believe that we must um, have a more dignified way for them uh, to transition into permanent housing so that, you know, our residents who are um, who, who are housed, uh, that they can have peace of mind and, for, and to remove people off the streets who put them into dignified housing and not just in tents. She said she supports a plan that's being pushed by Council Member Carol Fife to open a portion of the city's former army base to temporarily house people. But the current city administration is against that plan because they say it would cost about $20 per year. There's toxic chemicals at the site, and it would take about two years to get state approval to house people at that site anyway. So we'll see kind of how that plays out. She has also said she wants to look at the nonprofits the city currently is working with and understand the outcomes for people that kind of go through those programs. If we have to change course in regards to which organizations we work with, and that's what we will do, we'll make sure that we are spending funds um, in a way where it's responsible and transparent. There was a recent city audit that raised questions about the effectiveness of some of Oakland's homelessness programs that are run by nonprofits and whether people are transitioning out of homelessness. That's all going to be very interesting to watch. More with Sarah Ravani after a quick break. Sheng Tao's a progressive politician. What's her approach to public safety? And Sarah will share what Tao says will be the fundamental difference between her administration and Mayor Libby Schaaf's. We'll be right back. You can support the newsroom that creates Fifth Emission by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. 
Saravani, mayor-elect Sheng Tao, was seen as the strongest progressive candidate on the ballot, but she does have a controversial position that many progressives didn't like, that the police play a critical role in public safety. Let's listen to what she shared with you about her plans with the Oakland Police Department. I'm working with the police chief right now on figuring out how do we... uh you know, actually incentivize more Oaklanders to become our police officers to protect and serve and seeing how we can get to uh, filling all of those vacancies in the police department. So, Sarah, what does this say to you about her strategy for public safety in Oakland? Well, you know, in her first public address since being elected, she said she plans to double down on violence prevention programs and address the root causes of violence and crime. But she's also promised voters to work with the police department to build it back up to the staffing numbers it's currently budgeted for. When I talked to her a few months ago about her public safety kind of stance, she said she was looking at what the department is currently budgeted for, and she would reevaluate if the department needs more officers after they're able to reach that number. Right now, OPD has 699 officers. It was initially budgeted for 752 officers, which is the number that Tao said she is working toward. I would have to meet with our fire team, our, you know, our full public safety, including DVP, to really get a rundown on what they're currently doing right now versus uh, what we can actually add on or take away to make sure that we're creating robust community policing. We need for our officers to have the uh, the trust of our residents and vice versa, and our residents to have the trust of our officers. Throughout the campaign, Tao has been very adamant that, you know, addressing public safety means investing in violence prevention. It means staffing up the police department. So how she plans to do that and pay for these programs that she wants to invest in will be really key. And what's her relationship with Oakland Police Chief LaRon Armstrong? She's been positive about the police chief. You know, in our interview, she said he's doing a good job and that she's very optimistic about working in partnership with him. She said one of the things that she plans to do is have a meeting with him to go over his plan about how to keep the city safe. Now, in addition to violence and crime, Tao is faced with the challenge of addressing many serious problems in Oakland, including economic uncertainty. Are there any indications of how she might prioritize items in the city's budget, which she has to balance by the end of April? She's talked a lot about job creation and supporting small businesses in Oakland. Tao said that when she enters office, she plans to meet with the finance director to get a better sense of how to balance the city's budget. She is looking at violence prevention, investing more into that department. So I think that will really depend on what kind of deficit the city might be facing in April. But, you know, a major piece of her campaign was that she wants to create more jobs for Oakland residents. You know, she wants to create a pipeline for Merritt and Laney College, you know, for students and residents to take on jobs within the city, take on internships within the city. And she said she also wants to work with business leaders in Oakland to create a pipeline of jobs for Oakland residents. In terms of supporting kind of the local businesses, she did say that she wants to allocate funds for more non-sworn community ambassadors that will be out in business corridors to promote safety and to, you know, promote a thriving economy so people will come back out there and shop in downtown and other parts of the city. Schaff actually just announced a similar measure last week of having ambassadors stationed in the business corridors through the holidays to support safe shopping. 
Now, speaking of economic development, let's talk about something we've discussed on the show before, which is the Howard Terminal, and that's the potential new home of the Oakland A's. Tao's predecessor, Libby Schaff, has been a very vocal champion of that development. Where does Tao stand on it? She said she supports a plan to keep the A's in Oakland as long as the financial burden doesn't fall on taxpayers. The city is waiting to hear back on a bunch of grants that could help fund the off-site infrastructure needed. So I think that will be very determinative for the A's project. And I think it'll be interesting to see how negotiations go, depending on how much grant money Oakland is able to secure. They need a lot. You know, in September, they said they need $320 million, and that is not enough. But Tao has said this is a priority for her, right? Yeah, she said it's one of her highest priorities. Now, speaking of Mayor Libby Schaff, Tao's win has indicated that many Oakland voters wanted to move in another direction since Schaff endorsed the other candidate, Lauren Taylor. Let's take a listen to what she said about how her leadership will depart from Schaff's. I did have the majority of the support of the city council members. And so that's the huge difference between this administration and the previous and the current administration is that I'll be being able to bring unity within uh, local government so that we can actually, you know, stop with the infighting and then move forward with actually getting real work done. Sarah, what else did Tao share with you about how she plans to work with the city council and how will the transition from the previous administration look like? Tao has a good relationship with majority of the council. There are two new council members that will be joining the council next year. One of them, Kevin Jenkins, who will be representing the district that Lauren Taylor represented, was at Tao's first public address last week. She has really been adamant that the council and her office will be in lockstep working in unity. I am very optimistic because again, again, we have unity at City Hall now. The council members are going to be able to work with the mayor and vice versa. And so that was always a huge barrier to success previously. And now with that barrier removed, I'm very optimistic about getting the real work done. One of the political experts I spoke to said that Tao's challenge might be when she will place boundaries with the council to make sure that her priorities are getting done. But, you know, when I asked her about that, she was very positive and said, you know, she believes that the council members and her office will be able to work through their differences together. In terms of a transition, Shafts has promised a robust transition, and Tao also said that she expects to meet with her several times before taking office on January 9th. Well, it's been fascinating to see this race unfold. Sarah, thank you so much for sharing your conversation with Tao with me. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Sarah Ravani covers the East Bay for The Chronicle. Find her coverage on Sheng Tao as well as other Oakland political stories at sfchronicle.com and on the Chronicle app. Thank you to King Kaufman for editing this episode and to you for listening. <laughs> 